Hey everyone, this is the Cocktails and Pajamas podcast. This is Jennifer. This is Natasha. Hi, it's Heather. And we don't know what we're going to talk about, so we're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> yes. Um, the idea was to talk about ghost stories to keep it spooky, but we cannot think of a spooky story for romance. So um, we're just going to talk about Halloween and whatever comes with it. Sounds good. We live in a big neighborhood um, and our our friends don't live in a big neighborhood. So they usually all come over here and trick or treat in our neighborhood. So we're looking forward to that, to see the kids in the costumes and all that good stuff. Jenna, is this your, your first year in, in your new place for Halloween or your second? Our second. So we, we've been here for just over a year because we moved in in September last year. Um, and nobody trick-or-treats here. So that's exciting. We bought a bunch of like full-size candy bars last year for Halloween because we wanted to be like the fun full-size candy bar yeah. house. And we what ate the them. Best place to go. Yeah, <laughs> we ate them, like all of them, because nobody came. <laughs> We actually went, we ended up going reverse trick-or-treating and took our candy and walked around the neighborhood. But by the time we had decided to do that, nobody was out. So like people, we were, we were going by driveways where people were like sitting with like a little fire pit and stuff. And they're like, come get candy. And I held up the bag and I'm like, come get my candy. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't creepy at all. Let me just walk around and hand out my own candy. <laughs> well, honestly, we saw like, we saw maybe like two or three groups of kids. And I was like, you offer them the candy. And Brad's like, no, you offer them the candy. <laughs> so we, we not, never ended up offering them the candy. But um, yeah, we, I probably gained 10 pounds just eating all the candy. Yeah. Last year was the first year we didn't give out candy because of, uh, covid we just didn't want to do it and um we live in a pretty decent sized neighborhood and there are down the hill are a couple of large apartment complexes and a lot of the families drive up here Mm -hmm. and i just i didn't want to do it i didn't deal want to deal with it last year i don't know what i'm going to do this year maybe i'll give out candy yeah i gotta hide it because my (laughs) kids and my husband i'm not even kidding you and my kids are older they can sniff that shit out and they'll eat it and I'll go. It never fails. I always have to go up the street to Walgreens and get another couple bags. Cause these jerks have eaten it all. That's why I like living in an apartment. They don't come here. <laughs> Perfect solution. Yeah. I was just kind of surprised because our, our neighborhood is so popular for trick or treaters. Um, and so we're in, we're in condos. So like essentially ap- like apartment buildings. And I was just very surprised that, and it could, it could just be because of the year, you know, not as many people, but um, our neighbor also said, I said, Oh, are we going to get trick or treaters after I had bought the full size candy bar? And she's like, no, we never get them. I was like, Argh. well, lesson learned i won't be doing that again <laughs> i like going the day after halloween and getting all the half price candy true how about you guys i take it and i freeze it yeah I oh it nice good idea i do i pull it out over the winter yeah. and we eat it we used to um brad's family was part of this like haunted hayride thing down here Ooh. um and i mean they were part of it for probably like 20 years but they um it's like through the woods. So it's in the middle of the woods. There are different skits along the hayride and stuff. So the hayride would go stop at the skit. You'd scare the hell out of the people and then they'd drive on. Um, and they had one of the most popular ones. And so we did that for like, I guess, when we started dating in like 2003. So it was about, probably about, oh my gosh, like at least 10 years. And then, then it stopped. They stopped doing it. Um, but it was so much fun, like getting to do that and just like do something Halloweeny without like doing something Halloweeny. Because <laughs> we got to be behind the scenes, you know, and and got to do um, all that stuff, which is a, just a cool perspective to have. Um, and we were the best for sure. 
The other places now, do, were not as good. Do you guys read, like, mood read for the holidays? Like, do you read Paranormal in October? Do you read the Christmas holiday uh, romances? Do you do that? I do. I've been reading Paranormal all month. Um, I mean, Paranormal Romance is one of my favorites. Right now I'm reading the Bargainer series by Laura Thalassa for my book group. Um, we went with Paranormal for October. And there are so many really good Christmas um, and holiday uh, romances that have come out over the last couple of weeks that I probably will read a couple of them in December too. No, I just read whatever I feel like it. I don't usually do... Sometimes in December I'll get in like the the Christmas mood or if I want if I want to like start getting in the holiday mood like maybe in late October or some sometime through November I might read some Christmas stories. I really like um like Christmas anthologies, like a bunch of different little short stories. I like I like that and that's what I'll typically do. Um I don't I don't know that I've read like a full-length Christmas book. Um but I do like I like I like that, but I, I don't really do anything for Halloween. Maybe if there's like a spooky anthology or something, but it's not my go to. So I probably wouldn't it wouldn't maybe stand out to me um, unless it was like free <laughs> in my face. And I was like, OK, um, but I, I like uh, I like Christmas ones. We should totally talk about Christmas ones or get like Christmas mm-hmm. authors for mm-hmm. December. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Bryn Asher has um, a novella that comes out snowed in at Christmas. Um, I think the 9th of November. I plan on reading that, but it's just, I, I find it fascinating because you know, you get the summer books like beach read by Emily Henry yeah. and people you on vacation. She wrote that. And then Elon Hillenbrand always has some kind of beach book comes out every summer and they just fly off the shelves. Mm-hmm. And I always find it interesting that people kind of mood breed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like horror. Well, we sell a lot of horror at my store anyway, because a lot of the booksellers read it. But I mean, right now, like we can barely keep it in stock. We're selling so many horror books. Um, I'm a chicken, and I don't read any of it. Um, I just go by my coworkers' recommendations because I won't read it. I won't read it at all. So, um, but I just—it's really—it's it's just interesting because there really are a lot of mood readers out there. At least I see it through the store. Yeah. What? Um- what are some of the popular horror titles these days? Cause when I think horror, I always think like Stephen King. Um, I actually, I wish I could remember oh. what it was called, but I took, I think it, I think it was a, like, it was, a, um, in my under, for my undergrad, I, I was in, um, an art, like it was an associate of arts or, or bachelor of arts rather. Um, program so we had to take humanities arts and humanities courses and so one of the ones that i took was i think it was horror stories i think that was the title of it it was definitely focused on horror books and short stories and stuff i just can't remember if that was the title but that's relevant um but we did i mean it was a lot of like edgar Allan poe um i think there might have been Anne rice might have been in it I can't remember ever. It's been so long. Um, but I, my go-to is always, has always been Stephen King for horror. And I don't know if there's, I mean, I mean I'm sure there's more than just him, um, but I don't yeah. know if he's still like a go-to for that, you know? He is. I mean, we sell a lot of Stephen King, but don't, you know, let Amy hear you say Stephen King. Cause she's, that's, he's not her favorite. Oh, um, Kill, <laughs> Kill Creek uh, by Scott Thomas mm-hmm. is, um, sells all the time at our store um chasing the boogeyman by richard chismar um he's actually from bel-air maryland i think or in the area so he's kind of local um gary hendrix um is really really popular um he had a book that came out um 
the Southern uh, Book Club's Guide to uh, Slaying Vampires and The Final Girl just came out. Um, really, anything um, that he writes. Uh, Horror Store is supposed to be really good. Um, I think it, the other one's like My Best Friend's Exorcism or something. Hmm. Um, he is, it's it's Grady. How do I say Gary? It's Grady Hendrix. <laughs> He's really popular. Um who else is popular? Um, Darcy Coates. Um, there's there's a lot out there other than Stephen King, and yeah. like I said, it it's uh, I mean, you know, people like their horror, um, but of course it's October, so they want to get scared. And I mean, even Edgar Allan Poe, the classics that we have are selling. People just want you know to read something spooky. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 really cool. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I I mean I. I haven't thought about that class and I don't even know how long <laughs> um, I kind of forgot that I had even taken it, but I, now I'm like, I'm starting to remember like a few of the stories and it was um, like, I said, like the Edgar Allan Poe, I, there might've been something by Stephen King in it, but there was um, one story, it, like short stories and poems and stuff like that. But one that I remember that just freaks me out. It's um, and I'm probably going to, botch it if I try and explain it but it was I think it was called the lottery um and people get like it's it's something like with a small town and like almost like a cult like thing um and I'm probably combining two totally different stories but it was like your, your name got drawn in the lottery and you got stoned to death like and it could be an adult it could be a child I'm pretty sure that's what it was but Anyway, um, yeah, that one always freaked me out because the way it was written and everything, it was like almost like Hunger Gamesy, as far mm -hmm. as like you know, you get picked and this is what happens and all that. Um, but yeah, that always that that one just like dis that's one of those things that just disturbs me, like people just getting like beaten to death, like oh. Um, but one of my favorite things, yeah. like you said earlier, Hocus Pocus, that you watch yes. hocus pocus every year i love hocus pocus my um halloween movie tradition is the halloween movie um the original one and then i watch <sighs> halloween 2 and then i'll watch halloween h2o i skip all the oh. ones in between because those are the only three that matter <laughs> and i love them I and that's like it. that's my thing i love it so much i'm such a chicken oh um they're and they're the so good uh, when the kids were in high school, I always, um, we would order pizza and I'd say, you could pick one scary movie, we'll rent it and watch it. And half the time I would sit there with my hands over my eyes and <laughs> they would make fun of me. It was just, I just can't, I'm, I'm a sensitive soul. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, so I, as, as a child and, and I didn't realize this until later, um, but my sisters would always read like Stephen King. And so sometimes they would read me like a chapter or something and I would get their book and I would read it and whatnot. Um, so that's how I, I started liking Stephen King. Um, and I would watch some of like the made for TV movies that he had. Um, Stand by me is still my favorite movie ever. And that was one of his short stories. Um, but they would always watch, um, like Friday the 13th, they'd put it on and we'd all watch it. And then they leave me. They'd be like, okay, bye. And I was like, you guys are evil, but I would be so hooked. Um, but it was like, it was those cheesy, like Friday the 13th, you know, like it wasn't, I can't watch some of the stuff that comes out now because it's so like, some of it is just so gory and disgusting, but turns out they were leaving because they couldn't handle it. It was too scary for them. They're six, eight, and nine years older than me. They were scared. So they would leave the room. Like, and they were like, I don't know how you could watch that. And I was like, first of all, I, when you left, I kind of thought you were coming back. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it. <laughs> but it's also like, I mean, Friday the 13th was just, I thought it was more cheesy than scary. Um, I can't do Nightmare on Elm Street. That freaks me out. Like that. Oh, I want no that. Way. And I oh. never will watch it again. And the ring. Oh never. no. So I, like yeah. Um but my son talked me into that and never <laughs> again. Yeah. Um, but the Halloween movies, I I always like and they were spooky, but they were like suggestive. Like it wasn't 
at least like one and two and then H2O, it was, you know, like a lot was left to your imagination. So it wasn't like you weren't watching necessarily watching stabbing over and over again or something like that. It was like maybe the sound or, you know, something like that, but it wasn't so in your face. And I think that's why I have a better tolerance for those. Um, they actually filmed the, the um, I think it was the 2008. I mean, 2018 is when it released that one with uh, when Jamie Lee Curtis came back. Um, they filmed it here in Charleston. Um, I was actually, I think I was going to the Citadel when they filmed it at the Citadel, which was interesting. Um, but I heard that that was gory. So as much as I want to see like the continuation of like Jamie Lee Curtis in that role, which is why I like one, two and H two O. Um, I don't think I can do it cause I can't do the gore. Cause it's yeah. disgusting. They get you with that music. Oh that yes. crazy the music because yeah. you're like i know some shit's going down uh-huh. some shit's gonna happen you know it's right. ha- you know it's coming but you can't stop watching it yeah and you get sucked in every time it's awful i agree but i i've always loved horror movies but like the cheesy horror movies like we would watch like sleepaway camp um amityville horror which i mean we i grew up on long island so amityville horror was super cool um to to watch and everything um and we even we used to like ghost hunt and so we went to the amityville horror house as children who were dumb um which was really interesting but um you're crazy never ever never 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 (laughs) there were some haunted um i mean you know i'm in delaware so they you know there's some colonial times you know farms and houses all around delaware and pennsylvania pennsylvania i could spit in pennsylvania's right up the street from my house (laughs) and you know they you get in your car in high school and you do the drive-bys and you know what i mean you yeah go in you go in with your friends and explore and every little anything is it's a ghost you know what i mean but it probably was just like a rat or something but you know no Mm-mm. Well, we have Frightland um, here down in Middletown, and um, they have it's like all amusement park, and it's all scary based. And I've never mm. been because I, I won't. I envision myself acting like they did um, in the Rock Chick series, um, falling all over the place and <laughs> causing a ruckus. So I avoid it. <clears throat> But, um, yeah, I mean, world's biggest chicken stamped on my forehead. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I just I can't. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you, Heather. Aw. Once, once, this is, I was probably in my teens. We went to meet, like, a cousin in PA. We hadn't seen her in a long time and her husband. We went on one, you got on a, on a wagon. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting next to her husband, who I only met two hours before. <laughs> and the things, the people, come out the field. And this one one of them, like, grabbed my arm and, like, almost pulled me over. And I was terrified. And I cried for the next hour in this man's chest, who I did <laughs> not know. <laughs> and I was like, nope, never again. Never. That's what never. We- don't ask me. Like I can't. I can't watch Criminal Minds <laughs> before bed <laughs> because if I watch it and then immediately go to bed, I will have vivid dreams of of that happening to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Same. So I don't. I don't do scary. Yeah. But so like when I watch Supernatural when COVID first started. I had to watch like puppy videos after afterwards before I'd go to bed. Wait, now is I'm currently scary? is it scary? Uh, I've never seen it. I've never seen the show. Supernatural has like, yeah, I mean Supernatural's it's it it's scary stuff, but it's like it's episodes. So like they fight demons and vampires and ship shifter ship shake 
shapeshifters. <laughs> My kid is staring at me. He's making me not be able to talk. You're going to have to wait because I'm busy. It's not the booze you were um, earlier. But we're, I'm re-watching it because I'm making the the boyfriend watch it. But now that I know it's going to happen, I'm good. But they're not scary like Freddy and Jason. I never never saw a single movie. Never watched <laughs> It. Never watched Cujo. The None TV of version of It scared the crap out of me. The mm-hmm. TV version. Yeah. No. And the stand. None of that, none of that interests oh, me whatsoever. Stand. I love the TV version of The Stand. That was so scared good. Scared the shit out of me. Oh. Now, The Green Mile. I can handle The Green Mile. That wasn't bad. Was that, that supposed was to be horror? With, with, with I don't know. It's an anthology in horror. I mean, it's in, you know, horror, but probably because it's Stephen right. King. But, yeah. you know. The Green Mile was- with Tom Hanks and the big yeah. tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did not think that was. I mean, that was like a like a crime, right? Well, I mean, it's, it had some paranormal elements, right? But mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I must not have seen that movie in years. Interesting. I would never thought that. It's Stephen King, but that's 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 the Stephen King I can handle. Is the Green Mile anything else? No. <laughs> well, it's. Uh, I'm glad we all established that we're all a bunch of chickens. I'm not. So there's that. Well, okay, we're chickens, <laughs> and, you're, and you're not. Well, it depends. I like I said, I don't like I don't like gore. Um, that's just. I don't know, like, I mean, like, the Saw movies, like, I don't know what the heck, like, no, like, Hostel, like, I like, I I like and I don't like, like, we watched, um, oh, what is it, um, not The Conjuring, um, Insidious, Insidious, um, and it, it had a lot of, like, jump scare parts, yeah, um, which I don't love. Like, I don't love feeling like I'm about to have a heart attack. Like, that's not fun. But that's, like, that's what I prefer. Like, I prefer, like, that suspense kind of thing. But I don't like the jump. Um, we saw, we went to see an exorcist, one of, like, the newer exorcists in the movie theater. And we got up and left. It was so disgusting. Um but yeah, I just, I can't, I can't do gore. And that I haven't watched any scary, like any quote unquote scary movies lately, because you don't know like what's going to be disgusting and what's just going to be scary. Um, I love scream. I love all the screams. Um, and those, I mean, they're not as they're, they, they're not as gory. Like there are some parts that are definitely bloody and stuff, but it's not like torture gross. Like, you know, I mean, it's like after the fact, you see like a bloody body or something like that. It's not like you watch them pull their innards out or, you know, just something really freaking disgusting. It's so gross. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, so the lottery, I, I looked it up on my phone is by Shirley Jackson. Um, and I was right. Uh, I don't think it was a child who got picked. It was a mother. Spoiler alert. Um, and, but like children and mothers, fathers, ch- like all the people are people who hit them with the stone. So it's just creepy. So Natasha, are you doing anything for Halloween this year? Does Dante still do anything for Halloween? Uh, we don't celebrate it. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, my, my logic was I paid too much his dentist work when he was four uh-huh he was not eating candy <laughs> two i'm a single parent and i did not have the extra money for a costume and i don't care who gets mad about it it was my choice so when he got a little older and he wanted to do it i said you need to make up your own costume well he's super he creative he did like a vampire look. He was probably about 12. I feel like I vaguely remember seeing him in a vampire <laughs> costume. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I did go get him some, he bought some like fake teeth that he mm-hmm. like glued to his teeth or something. Yeah. 
we walked up the street from where we lived that had some townhouses that had had light, some lights on. And we literally made it because there was probably about eight houses. We made it halfway. And he was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, we have four more to go. <laughs> He's like, no, it's not. It's not what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, it's not all that. But I think like, you know, I mean, it just wasn't, it's not my thing. I mean, yeah. I did it growing up, but I know it just, that's just, that's just, that's how I chose to raise my kid. Yeah. He chooses to celebrate it when he's older now and he has friends and they have Halloween parties. More power to him. You can pay for your own stuff. <laughs> I probably sound like such a bitch, but I don't really care. No, I actually, I know a lot of people who don't, who don't do anything for Halloween. I've, I've always done stuff for Halloween. I've always trick-or-treated when I was a teenager and stopped trick-or-treating. I was the one who had like the Halloween party in their basement because my parents didn't care. <laughs> Um, like I didn't even, I never even went to a Halloween party. I must've just been very uncool growing up. Oh, I love that. I didn't get invited to Halloween parties. Cause they're like, but again, that girl I don't like hates Halloween. No. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I could, like, I could care less about the holiday, that holiday. Well, yeah, that's funny. My kids are super aggressive. Like, I'm they would wear, over here. like if I didn't have a costume for them, they would wear their baseball uniform and they oh, would go are. out with. Yeah, they would go out with um, pillowcases. We live in a huge yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, that's what we used to do too, yeah. And they would come and switch out the pillowcase for another one because they got so much candy. Yeah. And that, I... That was that was in the good old days. Now, back when I went did that, when we used to church, we used to do the same thing. That was when people, though, gave out candy. When now hardly anyone does it. So, yeah, I remember doing the same thing that your boys did, Heather, back when I was 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, Tony and I always loved it because they would bring their bag back and leave it and say, don't touch it. And we'd be like, okay. And we totally would root through and pick out some good candy and eat it. They had so much, yeah. they didn't even know. That's, that, a, that's a parent right when your child returns yeah. from... From trick-or-treating to go through their bag and take out what you want. Give me all the Kit Kats. That's all <laughs> mm-hmm. I say. When our friends' kids would come to our neighborhood to trick-or-treat, they would always come back to our house and, like, dump out their candy and give it to the, like, like we don't like this, we don't like that, we don't like this. So we'd be like, I'll take that, I'll take that, I like that. <laughs> they were very generous, yeah. so they were good kids. Good, good kids. Um. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, like half the price last candy time. Candy the day after <laughs> half price candy. Seriously, I would get the M and M's and save them and make them make Christmas cookies with them. Oh, nice! That's a good idea. I should do that with peanut butter cups. That's my vice. Yep, is peanut butter too. cups. I do that too. Yeah, I, I love. Get them, I hide them in the freezer. So, speaking of peanut butter cups, so Dante just found this. TikTok, right? And you get the chocolate chip cookies and a mini and a mini pin uh, pan. I make and you those cook them for like twelve minutes. You take them out and you put a Reese cup in mm-hmm. the middle. I make those. Those are so good. And I was like, I'm going to take eight to work, and he was like, No. So when I go to pack them up, there's already eight missing. And I was like, I ate two. Where Where are the rest, Dante? And he's like looking at me. I don't know. I'm like, dude, you ate six in like an hour. <laughs> they were but really good. Those though. are good. Yeah, we um, we I've made those for work before. Like when we've done cookie exchanges at work at my old job, not this job. Um, so so good. There's something else too. Um, I can't remember the cookie when you when you put the Hershey Kiss in the middle. Not, yeah, not that one, though. It's something that I saw a video of recently that I think uses a full-size muffin pan, not the mini muffins. And mm-hmm. they do it with, um, with like, the refrigerated cookie dough. Just like, and, and that's what I thought that they were making. And I said, okay, this is different. What's happening? And it was something, it might have had, like, melted chocolate in it. I can't remember. But that looked mm-hmm. good, too. Well, we, use, we use refrigerated cookie dough. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we use, too. But it was, it was just, it was making real cookies. I love to. No bake. one's got time for that. Time for that. <laughs> I found um, 
I found today a recipe for a, what is it? Spice cider apple cake um, with brown butter frosting. And I can't mm. wait to make it. Oh, so good. I make that. I make that in a bundt cake. It's apple cider or donut cake. Mm. Can you can you My bring some of that too? With a, um, apple cider. Well, you sprinkle cinnamon sugar on top. And then when you slice the cake, you drizzle apple cider glaze on top of each piece it is my kids favorite oh, someone needs you to make that and bring oh. that to dana's okay <laughs> it's one of my recipes so that nice. my fat self can have some <laughs> that sounds so good yeah i think i usually bake around the holidays and i like i make a bunch of cookie dough i freeze it and then closer to christmas i'll start bait i'll start baking them and then we hand them out to like neighbors or family or you know whoever and I haven't done it in several years but I can't I'm gonna do it again this year I think I work from home enough that I have no excuse not to do it you have no excuse to not bake right um but it's it's been so long and people love them they go like absolutely insane and I like to give gifts and it's a cheap way to give gifts so can you ship me some cookies? I can try. I I don't see why not. I can probably put them like in a Ziploc bag and yeah. send them. Heck yeah. You can, just, you can just bring them to me. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Since, since I won't see you next weekend. I know. <sighs> I'm bummed, but hopefully next year. I know, because we have to make sure we have to get the three of us together so that you and you and yeah. mother can can meet in person. In person. Yeah, that'll be awesome. We do we need to plan something to do that for sure. Well, we have Indies Invade Philly coming up. Can't wait for that signing. That's gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna see people I haven't seen in two years. I well, almost two years. Super excited. I'm only going to just see people not I don't I didn't even do look look at the author list. There's a couple authors I want to see, but I'm I just, really want to see my I'm friend. I'm just going to socialize. <laughs> yes, me too. And that's okay. Yeah. That is okay. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Um, well, that's what I wanted to do next weekend, but that's what I'll do at SAS next year is a lot of socializing. But it'll be nice. One of the last things that I did before the pandemic was go to a book signing. So it'll be nice to return. And really just, I mean, I miss it to see a network with people. Like mm -hmm. that's, I mean, because sit, sitting at a table and trying to sell your books isn't fun. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's fun to, it's the fun part is like, is talking to the readers, meeting new people, like, you know, meeting other authors and stuff like that. That's what, what I think is fun. See, you know, seeing what other people have and just getting, making those connections and stuff. I don't, when, I don't when like I went the business you, side of it at all. When I went with you to Florida, yeah, like I felt stressed. Yeah, it's sitting there, being on the other side is so much. It's it's so stressful. It is, and it's and it's frustrating too a little bit because, like I like, I wasn't one of like the most popular authors at any of the signing. Like I'm not a, I wasn't a popular author at all. So I never like I always had. I mean, there were like a few times, a few people that I had connected with like online or something like that, that would come and see me and talk to me and everything. But for the most part, I got people who were just passing by trying to get their things signed, whatever, which is fine. Like I like those people who will talk and, you know, just getting to know new people. Um, but I also like, I wanted to like go see other things <laughs> and it's so hard to like have all of this stuff in this room and be like, I have to sit at this table and I can't get up and I can't move and I can't do anything. I have to stay at this table. And then like, nobody would come, you know, there would be a stretch of time when nobody would come through. And I'm like, great, this is a perfect opportunity for me to go over and buy so-and-so's book or something. I'd be all the way across the room. Somebody would be at my table, like whether it was, you know, one of you guys, cause I know like, I think you sat at it mm -hmm. once. Autumn has sat at it before Brad would sit at it, whatever. Um, but then I would be like all the way on the other side of the room and that's when somebody would go to my table and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and then I felt like I, like, I felt like I didn't have to, but like I had to go back. Like I couldn't just stay here and shop for books for myself. Like 
I was there for a reason and now I have to go back to my table. And that was, that that's always like the hardest part is not, you know, is being like nailed down to your table and not really being able, to, I mean, you could, you could go around, but then you might miss that person, you know, that says that they'll come back, but they don't come back or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always very important to me to stay put. And that's, that's hard. It's hard to stay put. Like I want to go see things and do things. And, um, I was at one signing once and I'm not even kidding. There were probably 25 people that came through the entire thing. Um, it was so boring, <laughs> like so boring. Um, it was a mess, but yeah. It's that would have called for a long day. It was. It was a, a really long, long hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is that when you, when you aren't getting like a lot of the foot traffic, it goes so slow. And I've, I mean, I've been, I've been at so many, so many different signings and um, some of them, you know, some of the ones I'll make absolutely no money at, but it'll be the best one because I had con- constantly had people at my table, was constantly talking to people, which is what I go for. Like, I don't go because I'm going to sell books because chances are I'm not, you know. <laughs> um, but it's it's those events when there's, you know, maybe my table neighbor is somebody who's really fun and, you know, keeps keeps it going. Or maybe there's just a steady traffic of people that that keep the day going. But like once you're just sitting there and, you know, an hour goes by and nobody even walks by, because if you make like if they walk by and you like make eye contact then they might say hi and they might stop and stuff. But when there's nobody walking by, it's like, oh, man, this is rough. Um, yeah, I, I remember when I would go to signs, I would try and hit every table, mm-hmm. even if it was just to have them sign. And that's probably why I have an excess amount of books. <laughs> because because I would stop and I would speak mm-hmm. and then I got suckered in right to buying a book so like I had went through some of the ones to put them in this shelf that I have of books that I haven't read that I bought so I can read them yeah and the boyfriend's over when he's reading the the titles and he's just he's laughing because some of them you know they're like weird and he's like, when did you read Paranormal? I'm like, let me see the cover. And it was like a, it was like a, it was, well, I forget what it's, who it's by. And I'm like, oh, I got it for the cover. I didn't even read what it was about. <laughs> I just, I just liked the cover. And he's yeah. like laughing at me. He's like, no wonder you have so many books. Yeah. I'm like, don't judge. I've done that too. Don't judge. Yeah, I got. I, um, I think every reader has done that. Yeah. One of one Everybody. of my very favorite book covers. Um, I can't remember the name of the book. I can't remember who the author was. Um, but it's it's like a twist on Snow White, and the cover was just so nice. And I was like, I I'm, like I love this, and now I have to buy it. Didn't you send me across the room to go get it? Probably that In would not Florida? surprise me. That would not surprise me. What? <clears throat> Right, because she was the one who wrote the stories with the like Disney characters. Yeah, and she was all the way across the room. That's probably right. I probably saw. And it. like she stood up and waved, and you stood up and waved to each other. Yeah, that probably happened. Um, I don't know where it is, but um, yeah. Did you ever read it? No. <laughs> no, I just I like the cover, and when when. So the last signing that I went to that was here in Charleston, um, there was a authors who were local. They lived around here somewhere. Like one of them lived, I think, in the neighborhood next to me, actually. Um, I thought the cover was pretty. And I was like, I need these. I was like, I'll get these. And they said, oh, well, this is like the other one, the third one in the series. Do you want that too? And I was like, well, the covers don't match. And they said, yeah, we're redoing the covers. And I said, so this one's not going to be available anymore? they're like, no, it's not. And I said, okay, well, I have to get the one that I like. So now I have two covers with the one design. And then I got the third book because it, because it was part of the series. And if I ever did read it, I'd want all three. So I'm a mess. Like, it, pretty cover, I'll buy you. One of, okay, so there was, um, I think her name is Daisy Allen. 
is an author, an indie author. Um, I bought her book because it was Rockstar Romance because her name was Daisy and my dog's name was Daisy. So my decision making <laughs> is not based on anything that's, other than pretty. <laughs> I like that's your crazy. name. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I went up to. Um, that's why I should stay at my damn an table. Author when I was in Philly a couple years ago, and I had never read her before, and I was like. I just walked up and I said, okay, I have never read you. Where should I start? And she just stood there. Like I felt so, I was like, I think I put her on the spot. Yeah. But I was like, I'm, I want to get one of your books. Where should I start? And finally she snapped out of it and, <laughs> and I bought one, but you know, I, was it me? when no. an author <laughs> sitting by themselves, I usually try to like scooch in and yeah. Say, hey. Yeah. Um, that that was probably always like my least favorite question because I'm like I don't know I don't even like my books like why do you want me to tell you what to read? But I'll tell you what like having having Natasha or Autumn at my table at signings oh my gosh you guys sold more books than I did when we went to um, those uh, the rebels um, signings rebels and, and readers yeah the ones in Baltimore the or well, that's Annapolis because we like your books I know but like I mean they talk they you should get this one you should get this one you should get this this one's about this and you if you like this and you need that it was insane if it wasn't you it was autumn I think it was both of you though and and I think like the people bought entire series yeah autumn is is very good at at selling at yeah. selling someone else's <laughs> evidently <laughs> she she don't play yeah no that was funny um but yeah i like i mean there there are things that when i go to signings that i look for i mean i have i have authors that i enjoy reading and then i have like genres or subgenres that i like um so like rockstar romance i'll almost always grab some of those um i like hockey ones um stuff like that but other than that like i'll be like oh that's nice i'll take that <laughs> have you ever been to a signing that like has a theme so say you know we're in october you ever went to a signing in october that was like halloween themed i did yeah did you yeah. Well, i mean the after party was yeah <clears throat> halloween themed you know, and it was probably the most fun I ever had. It was, um, they don't do that signing anymore. It was in Charlotte. Carolina Book Fest. Yeah. That's the oh one that God. I went to. Yes. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it was, wait, well, I probably was there the same year as you. That's, Claire and I drove down and Sandy. It was the last year. Up. Yeah. Yeah. That is insane. So much fun. What did you dress in costume? No. Oh, I was, I was um, too. I dressed up as a 90s girl, so I had, um, oh no, that was a different signing. Never mind. But no, I did I did go to Carolina Book Fest um, to that so one. I wasn't costume. are you telling me that you two were in the same place? We have met and not known? We probably yes. did. We probably did. <laughs> you we might have come to my table. So oh my God. Did you, um, did you... Were you one of the ones who went around and had authors sign every author sign something? No. Okay. I was going to say, cause you could look for my signature cause we probably met then. I was next yeah. to um, Ariel Marie at that signing. Okay. I don't know who that is, but okay. I was she there. writes paranormal. Uh, I was there for um, Samantha Chase. Okay. We were friends and um, you know, I helped her set up her table. Mm hmm. She dragged me out and she's like, you do this for a living. <laughs> right. And I did it. And I was like, okay, I didn't care. I was yeah. like, okay. And I had her table set up in like, I don't know, five or six minutes. And she just looked at me like, you did that really fast. And it looks really good. <laughs> I did it the complete opposite way that she usually does. Mm -hmm. And so I was like explaining to her why I did it. And she just was, she was cracking up. She was like, so now funny. what are we going to do for the next 25 minutes? <laughs> that's so funny. But that's such a small you world. Just, you should just hire out your, your, your skills there, Heather. Yeah. I just, she was, she was a friend, so I didn't care. <laughs> she sold out. She sold out a ton of books. Nice. But, um, but yeah, I mean, no, I would just do that for friends, but that it was a small signing. If you remember 
but it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone had such a blast. And the, yeah. the, the, I loved the city. I'd never been to Charlotte before. Yeah. The city yeah. was beautiful. The food was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was affordable. It wasn't like going to um, Philly. I mean, I, as much as I love going to Indies Philly, it tends to get expensive. Philadelphia is an expensive city. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Charlotte was just had everything that you could want and not break the bank. Yeah. Um, and I just, I enjoyed myself tremendously. It's a shame they don't do that signing anymore. I know they did. They did such an awesome job. One of the organizers, um, Kim, who was uh, LP Dover's PA, lives near me in the Charleston area. Um, but yeah, that was fun. We went to, after, after the after party, we went to a club called the Roxbury, which was like, you know, night at the Roxbury. <laughs> so I was oh giggling the whole time because of that. Um, but other signs. So I haven't, I don't think I've been to a signing with a theme but it's always been like the after party, like the TNT one was the was the um, pajama party. Uh, the authors in the city that they did in Raleigh, I think, was that was the one that I dressed because it was the theme was like decades for the after party. So some people were like dressed as flappers. Some people were like 80s with a, like all the fluorescent colors and stuff. And I did um, 90s grunge. So I wore a flannel Torn jean yes. shorts, black tights, and a Nirvana t-shirt. <laughs> yes, that was the uniform in college, practically. Yes. The flannel was wrapped around your waist, though, wasn't it? No. So at first, yes. it was it was cold, so I was wearing it because it snowed. It snowed, and it wigged me out because it had been so long since I had been around snow. Um, but it was really cold, so I I was wearing it for most of the night, but. Um, back in high school, yes, the flannel was around my waist. <laughs> yes. A lot of the book conventions I go to, everything's themed, mm. if you think about it. Like every workshop, every everything is themed. So you have historical, you've got paranormal, you've got suspense, and you'll have five authors that, you know, have a little mini signing and a little mini workshop. You know, it's all it's always themed. You know, they'll have even their even their um, dinners and um, like meet and greets with appetizers are themed. You have 20s, oh, so 1920s theme and you have I'm trying to think of some of the ones that um, some signings like Heather Graham always had a dinner at the RT convention and she would always um, it would usually be pretty spooky. And she put on a skit like she was very theatric. She is very theatric. So she would do a skit. And, um, the, um, the SAS signing that got moved to next year is like a fairy tale theme, which I think is going to be fun. I wrote a book, uh, like a short, short book for the anthology for that. It was supposed to be last year. So it kind of fizzled, but, um, that was kind of fun. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> oh Natasha, did you read it? I cannot I only remember. I must have sent it to you. I don't not send you anything. I have no idea what it was. Holy crap. I'm gonna I'm gonna need that in my inbox so I can at least read it. You must have you must have proofread it. Mm. I'm gonna find that book and you're gonna be sorry. Okay. I see it. Well, I have to say, for us winging it, we, we've talked for close to an hour about a whole bunch of stuff. I was just thinking that. Sometimes maybe we are the best. <laughs> kind of rambling and, and going from subject to subject, you know? Yeah. You never know what we're going to say next. Well, it's it's nice to... Uh, I liked it. It's nice and to Jen like got her a wish, and improv. I talked. You did. That's That's what we need to do. We just need to... Well, I told you we could talk about something other than ghosts. Yeah, I guess it ghosts aren't my. I guess ghosts aren't my thing. Yeah. All right, I haven't read enough ghost books. I guess. I mean, if you yeah. want to talk about Casper and and the love for Devin Swaha, or however you said his name, we can talk about that. Sawa. I think. I think every girl had a crush on that boy. And oh, and yes. Casper. Back in the, what is that, late 80s, early 90s? Man, I hope not, because I'm super old. Okay, so my my book was called Beautiful Grace. 
and it was a short story, but um, I think it was like an ugly duckling. Yeah, it was based on the ugly duckling. So it says, thank you, Natasha, for being my BFF. It does not Aww. say, thank you, Natasha, for proofreading. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> well, you're welcome for being your BFF. Yeah. See, it's immortalized. It's immortalized in print. Um, it was Beautiful. a really, it was a really pretty cover too. <laughs> I don't even have notes about it. I don't know what happened. Well, I don't know where the disconnect was. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, that was that was fun to be part of. I like doing anthologies. I think anthologies are fun. But the, my problem with doing anthologies is that I've done three of them. Three of them? Two of them, at least. And I do stories that I want to write, like, of a series for. I've done three. Yes, three. Um, and then I just don't write the other books in the series. So I have unfinished shit. Like, I've done a hockey one. I've done this, um, the fairy tale one. And uh, the other one. Uh, the Rockstar Romance one. So... So you guys ready to wrap this up? <laughs> I, think, I think some yes, of us have to pee. I texted you to tell you that I had to pee. So let's wrap it up. <laughs> when you get to my um, age, you're not going to hold it that long. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, so we didn't talk about what we were drinking. I have some Zinfandel. I had a freeze pop strawberry flavored that had alcohol infused, which was really good. Nice. Oh my God, I'm so boring. I had seltzer water. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can be the sober one this week. Yeah, okay. I, w I was last time. So, all right. Well, it's been fun. It's nice to catch up. Yes. I like just chatting with you ladies. I do too. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Scary movies, Halloween costumes, candy, mm -hmm. cookies. Right. And romance book. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, whatever whatever we can do. We always, I feel like we always, when we have our miscellaneous chats, we always circle back to signings. But I, I think yeah. we just like they, yearn for them so much that we yeah. want to go back. I can't, I, I can't wait for Philly. It is, it's one of my absolute favorite signings every year. It's just, yeah, you know, and I, there's people I know that go every year and I get, I know I get to see them that time every year and I really miss them. Yeah. You better not get started, Heather. You're not going to make it to the restroom. Yeah, that's true. We need to end our conversation <laughs> so Heather can pee. I have to go. Have to go. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll t we'll uh, we'll catch up next time, and maybe we'll have something to talk about that's more structured, <laughs> or maybe not, because yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever works. Who knows what we'll have to talk about then? But I'm yeah. sure it'll be interesting. All right. Well, follow us on Facebook. Check us out on our website. We have Instagram. Do all those things and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.